Hi, this is Malayan Verveer. And this is Kim Azzarelli. We are co-authors of the book Fast Forward, How Women Can Achieve Power and Purpose. And you're listening to Seneca Women, Conversations on Power and Purpose, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Welcome to this special edition. Today, during these difficult times, we're talking to experts who can help us gain perspective on the impact of coronavirus, as well as share tips, resources, and some much-needed inspiration. Today, I'm joined by President and CEO of Grameen America, Andrea Jung. Andrea, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. I hope everybody is safe and staying healthy, and uh, a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Andrea. Uh, so for our listeners who don't know um, about Grameen America, uh, tell us a little bit about the organization and who you serve. Sure. So Grameen America is the fastest growing and largest microfinance organization in the United States. Uh, we give entrepreneurship loans to women and their families who are living at or under the poverty line. Uh, we serve uh, members in 20 four locations, uh, and we are in 15 cities. Uh, we have dispersed over $1.5 billion of loan capital since the organization started in 2008. And uh, what's pretty remarkable, these are non-recourse loans, and over 99% of that money has been repaid. Uh, so it's been amazing. We've served over 130,000 women and their families across the country. Amazing. Amazing. Just for the listeners, uh, what do you mean by non-recourse? Meaning that uh, if you or I uh, have a loan, a traditional loan, we have to have some kind of collateral. It has to be backed. Um, and that is not the case with a Grameen loan. Uh, we obviously want to encourage behavior, encourage them to build a credit score and repay. But if they cannot repay, uh you know, that is the loss of the organization. Amazing. So uh, so you're really uh, addressing women entrepreneurs in sort of low-income circumstances. How are they being affected uh, right now? Well, extraordinarily hard. In, I mean, if I go back before the pandemic, I just look back over the last 10 years, women in general who are business owners um, have an, a harder time accessing capital. A $1 out of $23 in 2018 was given to a woman entrepreneur, and that's 4%. And certainly at our level, if you're in a woman in poverty, a low-income uh, family, that's even tougher. So women have been disproportionately affected um, in the ability to access capital. One of the things that we've been doing, obviously, since we started in 08, is making sure that we level that playing field. Right. Right. No, the pandemic and is, is, is hitting, you know, all businesses. I mean, certainly uh, the number one priority is the health and safety of all Americans in every single city. Uh, and uh, we, we understand that. But equal to that is, is as we come out of this health crisis, uh, the economic impact, particularly to micro and small businesses, is huge. Uh, the restaurant owner who, you know, spent 10 years building up a tiny business with two employees. It's a great little restaurant. Um, she would have been a member of Grameen America, paying us back every single week, you know, building credit, serving more and more people in the community. She, like every other restaurant, is shut. She's not as large. She doesn't have the same kind of balance sheet. You know, she only has weeks before 
potentially, you know, she has to shut down. So the impact on micro and small businesses is huge uh, all over the country to Grameen, certainly, but to, to other organizations that lend to small businesses and to the small business owner herself. Uh, certainly for themselves and their families, trying to be safe uh, and protect protect their loved ones, and yet worrying equally and having an extraordinary amount of anxiety about uh, the economic impact that it's going to have in paying that next month's rent. We know that your um, community in particular has a lot of service businesses, right? So it seems like that would be uh, your community is disproportionately affected. Is that is that right? Well, our, our half of our businesses are service businesses and half of them sell products and certainly the service businesses are immediately hit. So if you're running a nail salon, a hair salon, if you are cleaning services, people don't want you in their homes. If you're running a small food establishment, yes, of course, just like the big establishments in that space, but certainly the small ones are being hit super, super hard. And the other thing that's amazing about Grameen and the model is, as you said earlier, the repayment rate um, being so incredibly high. And I think that's due to the uh, unique way that you um, lend money. Could you talk a little bit about the social capital model? Yes. I mean, it has been an extraordinary two weeks of a pivot and a transition because Grameen America, like many microfinance organizations uh, all over the world, uh, really has been centered around social capital and community. Uh, so equally important to the money that we lend our members are the fact that we have anywhere from on a given day 25 to 30 people at a center meeting, and we have over 2,400 centers going on every week where women are coming together, sharing their best practices, uh, really forming a peer network of other women entrepreneurs in addition to having our staff who are our financial coaches, our center managers, as we call them, uh, really teach them the disciplines and financial education. So that has been the alchemy and the glue of the Grameen model for nearly 12 years here in the United States. And the first city that started social distancing, and then that moved to shelter at home, and you cannot go out, obviously puts this concept of coming together as community, which has been so critical, um, at great odds with the proper and mandated thing to do. So I'm really proud that we have converted completely to virtual community. So if you can imagine, um, in terms of current members who have loans, we're talking about, you know, close to 60,000, literally dialing into Zoom calls, uh, 30 at a time, entering their passcodes and continuing their community, but over Zoom type uh, technology, not in person. That has now been converted in every single city across the country. So we have tens of thousands of women now participating in their Grameen America Center meetings virtually. Uh, we have technology that can enable the process. So every single Grameen America member has a card. It's a card, a disbursement card that we can load their loan onto, and it comes directly technology-wise from our central bank. So therefore... They don't have to come to us and get a check for a loan. They can just have it loaded and, and sit on their couch at home, not leave their home and get their loan loaded onto it. They can repay us with virtual and remote repayment 
capabilities. And all of this wouldn't have been possible several years ago, but we are ahead of many microfinance institutions in terms of adopting this technology as tools for these women. We've been working on it over the last few years. We never dreamed that this crisis would be the time that conversion and adoption of this would have been a necessity, not just an enhancement. But thank goodness, because we now have these tens of thousands of women who can participate in the loan program, who can continue to come together as community and support each other in a very, very fearful time. And that infrastructure is in place and rolling right now. You know, obviously we have centers that are happening in the middle of Queens, um, just, you know, blocks from Elmhurst Hospital. That's the hardest hit, obviously, at the center. And it's been an extraordinary difficult time for our members in New York, but every city. But I, I actually had a call from my branch manager in Austin yesterday and said to me, basically at 100% attendance uh, online, attending virtual meetings. And that was just, I was just so proud. Wow. So proud. Wow. Well, I mean, obviously the bond and the social capital bond um, translates into everything positive that Grameen does, including those incredibly high repayment rates um, and, and the building of credit for those women. And it comes from trust. I mean, and people ask me all the time, I mean, how do you have an over 99% repayment rate when there is no collateral or recourse on the loans? And the answer is trust, gratitude. Uh, these women aren't able to get loans from the formal capital market. You know, credit is a basic human right. Access to capital is a basic human right for women as well as men. And because we deploy it so quickly and because we believe in giving them that capital, they're so grateful. And in this time where trust on everything is, is so critical, the ability to share their concerns, um, help each other, it's more important than ever. All of us who are in social isolation right now know that it is may not be in person, but the people that we're talking to, loved ones or peers, help. And that's what they have with this virtual meeting. So uh, they get their loans loaded through their cards. And obviously, um, this is a very hard time, as we said, to be a small business. And many of these um, many of these women either won't be able to pay or will need certainly significant support. What are you doing right now to address uh, the loan portfolio that you have? We took some very fast actions, difficult but important for our members. So as of tomorrow, April 1st, uh, all the way through the end of June, uh, our members will pay zero interest. We will waive all interest fees on those loans. Um, secondly, uh, they have to repay us by these remote digital methods, whether it's a direct repayment from their bank and ACH transactions, whether it's going into a convenience store or a pharmacy where we have an, a, a payment opportunity that goes directly back to us or a debit card repayment. All of those transactions have a cost, they range from 80 cents to $1.99 per transaction, but that's a lot of money to our members. So during this period, we are covering all those costs. Um, and the third thing we're doing is, you know, allowing them to restructure their loan. Um, if, you know, Andrea's in, my weekly installment was $300 and I had 12 more weeks to pay my loan. And we're doubling that and allowing her to pay back in 24 weeks and only pay half the amount. Uh, and then for those who, you know, are really struggling with certain businesses, we're certainly looking for supporters and partners to help us with, you know, bridge loans and backstops to, to help some of our members in this time who are just struggling, no fault of their own. I have had um, extraordinary 
business owners who were perfect payments, track records, um, great, great business records, want to keep their employees uh, on staff. And then because of circumstances out of their control, just don't have any customers in this moment. So our, our goal and our commitment is to try and, you know, tide them through this difficult period. And then unlike other organizations, I mean, they're not being laid off. You know, they own that food cart. They have that flower shop. Um, hopefully as soon as uh, things do open up in the right time, not too soon, but when the health crisis allows, the bounce back will be fast. Um, and our, our job is to make sure we can bridge them through this difficult time. And, and can the stimulus package help? It may be able to help some of them, um, but the time, the administration in terms of how to get it, I mean, one of the things that Grameen America does is tomorrow, uh, you know, in 24 hours, we, we can deploy capital immediately. No paperwork, um, no cumbersome confusion. They know the process and that's why, you know, when, when they need it the most, they, they can't wait eight weeks. Right. Some of some of these applications, you know, are due by June 30th. They can't wait till June 30th. Yeah, amazing to have, to be part of this community right now. I'm sure they're very grateful to be part of the Grameen family. They are very nervous and afraid and mostly grateful to have our commitment even in these hard times. We'll be back after this break. I mean, you've worked with women for so many years. I mean, obviously first at Avon for many, many years, leading Avon and, and now with Grameen. I mean, what have you seen in terms of the resiliency? Uh, you know, I I could get on a soapbox for a long time about this because I've had the firsthand experience over several decades of seeing um, the innovation and the resilience of women entrepreneurs. Uh, I think it's been well known and well documented that when a woman earns a dollar, that dollar's has a greater impact, and she will put more of that back to community, to her children, to education, to health. Um, and I think we're going to see that more than ever now. Uh, we, uh, While on one hand, women are disproportionately negatively affected in terms of their ability to access capital, when a woman entrepreneur is able to run her own business, we see that the growth of that business is faster. She pays equally. She takes care of her employees. And, you know, I, I think it goes without saying, I mean, I think that there's so much data, again, before COVID-19 that says if we just had equal access to capital, equal pay, uh, equal participation of women in the economy, it is trillions of dollars of economic growth. Uh, so just substitute it post-COVID and say the recovery will be disproportionately, as far as I'm concerned driven by making sure women participate and partake in that recovery. Women are resilient. They are innovative. Um, that will play itself out. And I mean, that's what we're all crossing our fingers for. And that's why we have to continue to support them through this time. Well, my last question was going to be, what makes you optimistic in this moment? Um, but I feel like you've just answered it. It seems like the resilience <laughs> of women. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It, it is it's such a dark moment. You know, it, it, it's such a difficult time and understandably so uh what what has to keep us all optimistic and hopeful is uh the community that we are seeing at every level i get to see it you know 52,000 strong right now with every grameen center that they is being done in a very different way but it's still community and you know 
while they have huge anxiety and fear, um, they they have to be hopeful. They they are by humans and women are by definition are optimistic, and we will prevail if we do all the right things. Uh, it is critical to count on them to be the moral and financial support of the community, and I am optimistic about that. I am optimistic that 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 will serve us well through this crisis and then into what is obviously a critically important recovery period for every economy around the world and certainly for this one right here in the United States. Well, we're grateful that you're leading Grameen right now. We could not be in better hands. So we appreciate everything you do, Andrea. Um, If listeners want to support Grameen, what can they do? GrameenAmerica.org. Donate now. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I, I'd love to bring you back if, if you can do it in the next few weeks and see if you can give us an update on what's going on for, for women around the country. Thank you. Be safe, everyone. You're listening to Seneca Women, conversations on power and purpose, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio, with support from founding partner P&G. Listen to Seneca Women Conversations on Power and Purpose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please support this podcast by telling your friends, subscribing, and rating us. For more information on Seneca Women, follow us on social media, visit our website, SenecaWomen.com, and check out the Seneca Women app, free in the App Store. Have a great day.